romance and its repercussions. I just looked up the definition of a repercussion, repercussion, however you want to pronounce it. And what it means is um, a series of unintended or unwelcome, unwelcome consequences that happen later in time after an event. And romance has been something I've fallen the victim of. And I've witnessed person after person after person, especially in the millennial generation, fall victim and, and pray to. And I think it's important to recognize, as I later found out, that romance is a Western culture conception. You won't find romance in Mesopotamia or the Mesopotamians. You won't find it with the Egyptians. You don't find it with ancient cultures. You find it with uh, relatively recent cultural expression of Western society, Shakespeare course, modern days, it's in our songs, it's in the, 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 the literature we read, the fiction that our books are written by, Fifty Shades of Grey. And it's very enticing because it's, it's essentially the acorn of romance is the oak tree of porn. Like one of the branches of, uh, that's one way to think of it, one of the branches of the, the acorn of romance is porn. And then you think Fifty Shades of Grey. It's erotic, erotica. It's a certain lust that humans have. A certain ethos. But it's recent. It's relatively new. And what I think is important is to think of romance like a uh, substance, such as alcohol. If you get up and get ready for work in the morning and you start by drinking alcohol, then you likely have an issue or a problem of some sorts. Save for rare exceptions where someone may be more productive with a little bit of alcohol in their body. Typically, you don't do that. The, the individual would not be better off by consuming or partaking in alcohol um, at the start of their day. So if you think of relationships, modern day relationships, as a, your, the start of your day, it's very dangerous and unhealthy to start it with romance. But culturally, that's how we're born and raised. We're raised into a society that exploits sex and romance. So because humans are so impersonal or Im impressionable, we do what we see others do. When we're surrounded by movies and songs and books and our friends making the attempt and our parents making the attempt at romance, it validates it for us. But all we're doing is we're validating a, a, an, an illusion. So this is not to say that romance is a bad thing. It's just to put it back in its place. It is not the king. 
It's extremely dangerous. You can get woozy off of it. And you can start acting very, you can, you can act irrationally. And you can, you can harm your own body, your own being, your own existence, your own life with too much romance. And I think if you were building a house, romance would be when you go out and you find what color curtains or drapes you want to hang in the living room. It's the detail. It's the, it's the artistry. But it's not the foundation. So we have a generation of confused and hurt and traumatized people looking for romance and calling it love. One thing about Western society is we, we have this abstract idea of love. And we never really communicate what one another's interpretation of love is. We just expect one another to live up to it. And then we get hurt or we get mad or we get heartbroken if they don't. The thing is, is that we never expressed it. We never communicated it. And largely, it's because we don't even know what we, we mean by love. Is love infatuation? Is love hope? Is love lust? Some people say love is a verb. Love is what you do. Love is that fuzzy feeling you get. Colby Calliott has a song called Bubbly. And she says, it starts in my toes. It makes me crinkle my nose. Wherever it goes, the feeling grows. Is that what love is? Love Hurts is another song. Is that what love is? So we have these different artistic conceptions of what love is, but they're always on different ends of the spectrum. There's not really a, a, a continu uh, there's not really continuity. And that leaves many people heartbroken. And a lot of that is very damaging. Betrayal, deception, being cheated on. It can really fuck up your psyche and your understanding of the world and it takes healing. It takes immense healing to get over, to get through, to scar over. And largely, I believe it's because we think of romance without the repercussions of romance. So I don't want to dive too deep into this because I think it's pretty self-explanatory. And, and, and you have to let, the same way when you open your eyes and light comes to you, you have to let this truth, if it is a truth indeed. Some say that truth is merely what's important for your individual survival. So it wouldn't be true to you if it doesn't pertain to you, you uh, aiming, hitting what you're aiming for, the goal of your life, staying persistent in what you're interested in. So what I'm trying to say is if this is a truth for you, I don't need to get too into detail because you're going to already know. You're going to know what I'm talking about. But I do believe it's important to be cautious with romance and be strategic with it. Don't put it in too early. Add it in later. You don't, the best time that I've ever drank alcohol is after a great week or some kind of difficult challenge that I overcame and then I would drink alcohol to celebrate and that buzz at that moment is balanced. It's, it's, it's proper. So what you want to do is you want romance to come in after you've developed a relationship based on communication and respect and mindfulness and alignment and balance and proper masculine and feminine polarity. Then you add in romance. Then you add in the oil massage. But if you open with that, 
and you get fixated on these fairy tales of you're going to find the right woman or you're going to find the right man or God's got the right woman for you or God's got the right man for you or whatever that case is. You can find yourself astray really quickly because those are fairy tales. They're not real. And it's important for people to be told that that reality is not a fairy tale. It's a struggle. Survival was never a fairy tale. It was always from the beginning of time of human bred existence. It was a struggle to survive. Hunger. Hunger is a drive inside of our bodies that prevents us from what? From starving. Because starving would be us would be us dying. So we have these instincts inside of us that drive us to prevent ourselves from dying. And in order to obtain those, we struggle. Life itself, think about it, it's a, it's a struggle. It's a struggle when you go to work and you have to endure stress so that you can make money to pay your bills and eat food. And then if you're fortunate enough, if you're privileged enough, you have enough money to spend on extra things like gifts for somebody else. And if you find something sacred enough, you can use money to host a wedding celebration, to celebrate you finding your a relationship of, of worth and benefit to you. And marriage used to be sacred. It used to be a sacred account. Nowadays, it's a revelation of everybody's attempt at romance that was, that was never quite thought out, so it was short-lived. Romance and the repercussions. What's a repercussion? It's an unwanted, undesired consequence of something that happened later after an event. What's the event? Falling in love. What's love? Well, it changes person to person. So don't fall a victim to romance. Use it like a tool at a proper time to develop and cultivate the best well-being for yourself. Yes, relationships are, are, are very helpful. They're healthy, but they're hard to come by. And you're shooting yourself in the foot if you ignore the red flags because you're after what you heard on a song in the club or what you watched on the movie with Tom Hanks and Helen Hunt. Cardi B is a long-term stripper who became famous as like a musician. And she has a song where she says, I want to get married, like some Steph Curry and Aisha shit. But it's like, woman, you can't go give your body to men for a job and then expect the, synch the, 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 the sacrosanct of, of marriage. So that's what I'm saying. We're living in these fairy tales. What would be better for us is to understand what we had to do to survive and adjust relative to our internal world with our external world. In other words, what I'm saying is, is that if you join the military, you don't have all of the liberties of a civilian anymore. So you, what good would it do to complain about that? I saw a commercial about this. It was like this guy in the military that was talking about how hard it is to live thousand miles away from his family. I was like, I, I get that. I really do. On a, on a, on a, I get the child in, inside of us who believes that. But bro, you you step into your the challenges of life. And there are sacrifices that must be made. That's what Christianity means when they say, take up your cross. 
or in other stories we li- we heard when we were kids, like the Lion King. Simba had to go from Hakuna Matata, no worries for the rest of your days, to realizing he's the son of the king and that he has a kingdom that's waiting to be his. But in order to obtain that position, he had to challenge himself to bring himself into maturity, which required things that the younger form of us doesn't always want to let go. But that's what maturity is. We have to ripen as humans. We're humans. We're, we're just like flowers. We're just like fruits. We have to ripen and we mature and we age. And that's a beautiful thing. There's not enough teaching about how to endure life. There's a lot of indoctrination in our life. When we were sent to school, they indoctrinated us. They didn't teach us. They indoctrinated us. And then they graded us on multiple choice questions on how well you memorize our indoctrination. But what they rarely did, save for that professor who really had an inkling to teach their students they didn't teach us how to endure life what life was going to be about they said you can do whatever you want to be but you can be whatever you want to be you can do whatever you want to do that that's not true there's not enough positions for everyone to do that not every child that plays football can make it to the nfl not everybody who likes music can play guitar there are certain parts and certain talents you have to be equipped with so you might say, what's an exception? Rudy. But Rudy, that was just feel good. That was someone showing that he had grit to make it. But it, it took the compassion of other humans in positions of power for that story to have made something. And that's still a rarity. But what would be better off is if Rudy put that, in, that energy that he had into something more worthwhile. So, yeah, he might love the game of football. So instead of aiming to be a player, which you know you're not good enough to be, which would be detrimental to your team. You want the more, the, the bigger, more gifted football players to be on the field. So find your niche on the sidelines doing something of importance. Find your role. Identify what your strengths are. Confront your weaknesses. Embrace life. It's going to be fucking hard, man. But there's something that your brain does when you endure and overcome. And it releases dopamine and serotonin. And you feel the exuberance of life. But when we fall for fairy tales like romance, we sidestep and we curb that that experience. And it's a disservice to the individual. Romance and the repercussions of... Be mindful of your life. Be mindful of your surroundings. Be mindful of where you're headed, where you're going, what you want, and how you can realistically, efficiently get there. And that starts with identifying the external life that happens around you and how you can swim with it. If you jump in the water and you don't start moving your arms and legs, you're going to drown. But it is possible to swim. And I believe you have to take risk, sacrifices. You have to flirt with the unknown. You have to have a good foot in the in chaos with a good foot in order. Some people are too chaotic and some people are, are too orderly. 
And if you want a simple manifestation of that, then look at the, the uh, far left wing of the Democratic Party and the far right wing of the Republican Party, and then people who tend to fade into the middle. Somehow you have your you have your liberal left, and then you have your conservative right, and then you have your right wing, and then you have your left wing, your leftist, and then you have your intermediate, your, your centrist. Those are people manifesting their conceptions of the world, which is that we don't want to be too orderly and we don't want to be too chaotic, but we need to have a little blend of both. And the Chinese call that the, the Tao, the Taoist. It's, it, it's the what's happening now. So find your footing. Flirt with the unknown. Accept challenges. When you're in, when you're in a challenge and you're forced to do things that you've never done before, that's when you learn about yourself. That's when you realize the illusions you've fallen for. But that's also how you get back on track. That's how you how you get into alignment with the universe of existence. And romance is a foolish attempt at trying to make chaos order and it can never happen best of luck